Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. How are you all doing? Alhamdulillah. A'udhu billahi min ash-shaytani rajim Bismillahi rahman rahim Wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulihi al-kareem Rabbish rahli sadri wa yassirli amri Wahlul uqdatan min lisani Yafqahu qawli Allahumma hdi qalbi Wa saddid lisani Waslul sakhimata qalbi Amin ya rabbil alameen Kitabu zakat Inshallah we will continue from Bab number 48 So previously We learned the ruling regarding Who zakat should be given to And we discussed the issue of giving zakat to your relatives. And we learned about the difference between the relatives that are dependent on you and relatives that are not dependent on you. So the relatives that are dependent on you, meaning you are required to spend on them, to take care of their regular expenditures, then can you give them zakat? Can you give them zakat? In general, no. But the relatives that are not dependent on you, can you give them zakat? Yes. But the relatives that are dependent on you, remember that there are certain expenses of theirs which you are not required to cover. Like for example, if they have a loan. So for example, if your father has a loan, your son has a loan, likewise your daughter, your grandmother, whoever has a loan, you are not obligated to pay off their loan. Correct? So can you help them pay off their loan with zakat? Yes, if they are amongst the poor and the needy. So in that case you can. So continuing the same theme, inshallah we will look at today. Bab al-zakati ala zawji wal-aytami fil-hajri. So bab al-zakati, giving zakat to ala zawj. To the zawj. Remember that the zawj as opposed to zawjah. Zawjah is wife and zawj is husband. So the question is, can a woman give zakat to her husband? And then the other issue, wal-aytami fil-hajri. And the orphans in one's lap. Literally, the word means lap. And what is meant is the orphans in one's care. So now this is a question. Can a woman give zakat to her husband if her husband is poor and needy? And the other question, orphans in the lap, meaning orphans in one's care. They're not related, but you take care of them. Can you give zakat to them? So now the question here is zakat to non-dependents. All right. Zakat to which people or which relatives or which people that are living close to you? Non-dependents. Because a husband is not dependent on his wife. It's the other way, right? Okay. Now, of course, this is when there is zakat eligible, meaning they are amongst the poor and the needy. So this is a question. قَالَهُ أَبُوْ سَعِيدٍ عَنِ النَّبِيِّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ Abu Sa'id radiallahu anhu reported that from the Prophet صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ Here, basically, Imam Bukhari is pointing towards a hadith that has been reported by Abu Sa'id, all right, which we covered in Zakat al Aqarib. Here, he brings another hadith. Let's look at that. Haddathana Umar ibn Hafsin, haddathana Abi, haddathana al-Armash, qala haddathani shaqiqun an Amr ibn al-Harith, an Zainab, imra'ati Abdullahi radiyallahu anhuma. So Zainab radiyallahu anha, who was the wife of Abdullah, which Abdullah is this? Abdullah ibn Mas'ud. She said, قَالَ فَذَكَرْتُهُ لِإِبْرَاهِيمَ فَحَدَّثَنِي إِبْرَاهِيمُ عَنْ أَبِي عُبَيْدَةَ عَنْ عَمْرِ بْنِ الْحَارِثِ عَنْ زَيْنَبَ إِمْرَأَةِ عَبْدِ اللَّهِ بِمِثْلِهِ So Imam Bukhari over here brings another narration all right, of the same hadith. So before he brings the hadith, he mentions two narrations. قَالَتْ كُنْتُ فِي الْمَسْجِدِ So Zainab said that I was in the masjid فَرَأَيْتُ النَّبِيَّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ 
And I saw the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam faqala and he said tasaddaqna walaw min huliyikunna And he said to the women that you should give charity even if it be your jewelry meaning if you don't have money all right or anything else if you don't own for example land or something like that and your only possession is your jewelry then you should give charity from that also wa kanat zainabu tunfiqu ala abdullah and Zainab used to spend on Abdullah. This is her husband. Why did she spend on him? Why do you think? We learned this earlier. Exactly, he was poor. And how come she had money? Exactly, she had her own business. All right. So she had a steady source of income and her husband did not. So she would spend on her husband. And she also used to spend وَأَيْتَامٍ فِي حَجْرِهَا And she would also spend on the orphans that were in her care. Remember that at that time people did not just send money overseas to the orphans. The orphans would live where? With them. In their houses, in their homes, with their families. So they ate with them, etc. Because you see a child, especially we learned about an orphan. An orphan is who? A child. So a child does not just need food and education. They also need, what do they need? Affection and a sense of security. Right? And you get that sense of security from where? From having a family. So she used to spend on Abdullah and also on the orphans that were in her care. Now, was it a responsibility on her to spend on these orphans? No. Is it fault on you? Is it an obligation on you to spend on orphans? No, it isn't. This is a voluntary act of charity. Likewise, is it an obligation on a woman to spend on her husband? No, it's not. This is a voluntary act of charity. So she used to spend on both. But then when she heard the Prophet wasallam say that you should spend, you should give charity, قَالَ فَقَالَتْ لِعَبْدِ اللَّهِ So she went to her husband, Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, and she said to him that sell Rasulullah wasallam that go and ask the Prophet wasallam that أَيَجْزِي anni an unfiqa alayka Is it enough for me to spend on you? وَعَلَىٰ أَيْتَامِ fi hajri. And on my orphans that are in my care, mina sadaqa of charity, meaning is, is this charity sufficient or do I need to spend on other poor and needy people? Fakala, so he said, Sali anti Rasulullahi sallallahu alayhi wasallam, that you go and ask him, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. I'm not gonna ask him, you go and ask him. Why do you think he said that? What do you think the reason is? Exactly. I mean, if you think about it, Every man has a sense of self-respect and for him to go and ask that, is it enough for my wife to spend on me? That's awkward in itself. So he said that you go and ask. And this shows that if someone asks you to ask a question on their behalf and you don't feel comfortable asking that question, you can refuse. فَانْطَلَقْتُ إِلَى النَّبِيِّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وسلم. So Zainab said that I went to the Prophet ﷺ myself and we see here about how the women they could approach the Prophet ﷺ and they could ask him questions. فَوَجَدْتُمْ رَأَةً مِنَ الْأَنصَارِ عَلَى الْبَابِ So she said, when I got there, I found another woman from the Ansar. I found a woman from the Ansar standing at the door. حَاجَتُهَا مِثْلُ حَاجَتِي And her need was similar to my need. Meaning her question was similar to mine. All right, so this was not unusual that where we see that a woman having more money than her husband and a woman taking care of, you know, the expenses of the household, right? We see this in the society of the Prophet, in the, you know, community of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. 
that where women were financially strong also. So it's not something wrong because, you know, when, when sometimes when people see that, you know, a, a woman is earning money, for instance, they think that, you know, this is not Islamic. But we see this, that there were women who were financially strong compared to their husbands. So she said, I went to the Prophet ﷺ, another woman over there, she had the same question, فَمَرَّ عَلَيْنَا بِلَالٌ So Bilal passed by, فَقُلْنَا سَلِ النَّبِيَ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ Go ask the Prophet ﷺ that, أَيَجْزِي عَنِّي Is it enough for me أَنْ أُنْفِقَ عَلَى زَوْجِي وَأَيْتَامٍ لِي فِي حَجْرِي Is it enough for me to spend on my husband and on the orphans that are in my care? وَقُلْنَا And we said, لَا تُخْبِرْ بِنَا don't inform him about us. Meaning, go ask the question without telling him that we are the ones who are asking. And now you see over here that Zainab radiallahu anha, she understood that her husband did not want, you know, this matter to be exposed. And now she is respecting that. فَدَخَلَ فَسَأَلَهُ فَقَالَ مَنْ هُمَا So Bilal radiallahu anhu went in. He asked the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa the question. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa asked, who are these women? قَالَ Zainab. So he mentioned one of them, Zainab. Qala ayyu Zainab. And the Prophet ﷺ asked, which of the Zainabs? Qala mra'atu Abdullah. He said, the wife of Abdullah. Qala, he said, na'am. He said, yes, this is enough for her. Laha ajrani. And she will have two rewards. Ajrul qarabati, the reward of relationship. Wa ajrul sadaqati, and the reward of charity. So basically we see in this hadith that Zainab radiallahu anha felt that her spending on her family was not enough. She needed to give more charity. But of course you only have so much, right? So she felt like she had to not spend on her family so that she could spend on other poor and needy. So that's why she asked the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam if this was enough for her, if this would be counted as charity, and the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam said yes. Now this hadith is talking about which charity, voluntary charity. But on this, on the basis of this, Imam Bukhari has done qiyas. All right, and qiyas is what that you see a principle in the religion, and then you see something similar. All right, so you put the two together and you say, you know, the problem is similar, so the solution will also be similar. So we see over here, if voluntary charity is given to a husband or, you know, people that you're not required to spend on, like the orphans in your care, and you are rewarded for that, then this means that obligatory charity also, you can give to who? The husband when he is, when he is in need. So, and likewise, it can also be given to those that you are not obligated to spend on. Yes, if you're giving zakat to someone who is close to you because they are in need, then yes, you are benefiting the people who are closest to you, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you are doing it so that you will receive benefit. If that is your intention, that is wrong. All right, because zakat should not be given to a relative in order to avoid giving nafaka. In general, the thing is that when you're asked a question, all right, and especially a question of this nature where a woman is asking if her spending on her husband is okay. All right. And if that would be acceptable, then, you know, sometimes your answer depends on who the questioner is. And so, of course, this is very unusual that a man is so poor that, you know, he's not spending on his family. Instead, his wife is spending on him. So, you know, here where the Prophet ﷺ added that she will have double reward. Because remember, Abdullah bin Mas'ud was not an ordinary man. 
He was a great companion. He was one of the first people to accept Islam. He was sixth person to embrace Islam. So, you know, it also shows the Prophet wasallam's curiosity in knowing which companions of his were struggling. Right? That which man is this? You see, technically, the people that you can inherit from, the people that you can inherit from if they were to die, like for example, your parents, your children, your spouse, all right, even your siblings, your grandparents, people that you can inherit from, technically you cannot give zakat to. Unless they are so poor that unless they are in a situation that is very unusual, like a financial obligation, like a sudden debt, all right, so then they will fall in the category of ghadimin, and this is what we discussed in our previous class. All right, that they will fall in the category of who? Those who are under debt. So then, yes, you can give them your zakat to pay off their debt. Why? Because you're giving them, you're helping them pay off their debt is not your responsibility. Like, for example, a father is supposed to provide for his son. But if a son goes and takes a huge loan, is it the father's job to pay off the loan? No, it's not. If the son, if the father goes and takes a huge loan, is it the son's responsibility to pay it off? No. But what if it's a sudden uh, loan? Like, for example, the business completely crashed. Or, for example, there's a huge financial obligation. And now they are struggling to make ends meet. Basic necessities. So then, is it the son's responsibility to pay off the father's debt? No. But can he give some of the zakat? Yes. Because you're not obligated to spend on orphans. All right, you're not obligated to spend on them. So, if the husband is really, you know, for example, a poor man, not that uh, he drives a fancy car, but you know, he's been jobless for a year because he cannot find his dream job, or he's not willing to take any job because he wants a specific job, and so he's running out of money, and so the wife says, "Let me give zakat to him." That's not the situation where she will give zakat. This is when he doesn't have anything. He is, you know, poor and. You know, she's taking care of the needs. So can she give him zakat? Yes, she will give him zakat. Now, there is a discussion about what if the zakat recipient is not a responsible person? In the sense that you give him zakat money and he goes and blows it away. And he doesn't use it to fulfill his needs, take care of his family, pay off his loan. Then in that case, should you give him the zakat? No, you shouldn't. You should go and take care of his needs with the zakat money. Any zakat recipient that is irresponsible with money, you know that if cash comes in their hands, it will be wasted, then it's better not to give the money in their hands and it's better to take care of their needs with that money. So for example, there are certain orphans that you look after, right? Every month you take care of their food and, you know, their basic necessities like their food and, and education, for instance. Now you have zakat money and you say, you know what, if I use this money on them, if I spend this on them, I could really improve their standard of living. So for example, with the zakat money, perhaps, you know, they can get, for example, a bed or better books, things like that. Okay, next hadith. حدثنا عثمان بن أبي شيبة حدثنا عبدة عن هشام عن أبيه عن زينب بن أم سلمة عن أم سلمة. So أم سلمة رضي الله عنها. She narrated, and do you see who's narrating this hadith from her? Zainab, her daughter. Okay? So the daughter is narrating the hadith from who? From the mother. 
قالت شي سيد قلت يا رسول الله I asked O Messenger of Allah أليا أجرن Do I get any reward أن أنفق على بني أبي سلمة If I spend on the children of Abu Salama إنما هم بنية They're also my children فقال So he said أنفقي عليهم Spend on them فلكي أجر ما أنفقتي عليهم For you will have reward for what you spend on them Meaning you'll be rewarded for whatever that you spend on them Now you remember Um Salama Who is she? Um Salama is the wife of the Prophet wasallam, Right? And she was previously married to who? Abu Salama. And remember that Abu Salama, Um Salama, uh, they were also one of the early converts. Right? And Abu Salama died after the battle of Uhud. Alright? He got severely injured in the battle and he died soon after that. And after that, Um Salama married the Prophet wasallam. Now, they had children together. Four children. Um Salama and Abu Salama had four children. It is said that their names were Umar, Muhammad, Zainab, and Durra. So these children, of course, were dependent on their mother. So Um Salama, she asked the Prophet ﷺ that I'm taking care of my children. I'm spending on them, on their needs. So do I get any reward for doing that? And the Prophet ﷺ's answer was, yes, there is. So this means that, first of all, that a woman is not required to spend on her children. It is not her responsibility. It is not the woman's responsibility to pay for the children's education or their food or their clothing. Whose responsibility is it? It's the father's. But in the absence of the father or the inability of the father to spend on the children, if a woman spends on her children, then is she rewarded? Yes. There is extra reward for her because it's not her responsibility to spend on them. So again, uh, we see here, the hadith is talking about voluntary charity. All right, But from this, Imam Bukhari is deriving the rule that if you can give charity to a relative, that means you can give zakat to a relative also.